everyone. Welcome to Wool and Spinning Radio. My name is Rachel, as always, and I'm joined by Katrina. Do you want to say hi? Hello, everyone. So it's episode 34, and this is kind of a another big episode. We had a big episode um, last time in our bonus episode, um, episode 33. We announced our the finishing and the completion of our book. And this time around, we are talking about the next installment of Breed and Color Studies. So for those who are new to the community and haven't learned about Breed and Color Studies before, or maybe this is your first time here and participating in Breed and Color Studies, basically Breed and Color Studies is an opportunity for us as a community to come together and explore a specific breed of usually sheep um, mm-hmm. usually we do wool and to also look at a photograph and Katrina designs a colorway based on that photograph from an ongoing inspiration thread on the Ravelry group mm-hmm. and we yeah sort of look at what we are um, Katrina looks at the photograph pulls out colors and then we sort of approach it in a specific way so last time round we did massum and we looked at spinning with black and white and this time round do you want to announce what we're doing Mm -hmm. so this time around we're back to carded prep and uh we've done rolex this time around and we are examining neutrals but we've done (laughs) i know you love neutrals um my favorite (laughs) but we are doing it with a little twist in that Half the roll eggs in the set have been carded with black and the other half have been carded with white. And it's amazing how different they look. Like they actually look like I dyed different colors for each of those sets. That's really cool. And so it's, it's this, you know, it, it was a continuation of our exploration of, of the black and white and what that does. Um, which is, which is part of where we got that that inspiration from was was how much it affected the massum and and how much it changed that spin for people mm-hmm. that we decided okay let's try it on carded prep mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I mean I've done a fair amount of carding with white I haven't done a lot with black and honestly it it looks like the black roll eggs that that we've done have been dyed with different like the, the fiber has been dyed differently for those than, than the ones that were carded with white. So, it's that much of a difference. That's really cool. So yeah. do you want to talk really quickly about the photo that we chose? So the photo was by Carletta, which I believe is Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just this really beautiful neutrals of rocks and leaves and and twigs and stuff on the ground and for me when I looked at that I'm like okay so there's some lovely browns in there but there's sort of like a goldy yellow tone in there and a little bit of a pinky purple tone in there and so the colors that I pulled out were like a chocolate chocolate brown and then two sort of different slightly different tones of caramel and then sort of like a goldeny um, yellow color and then sort of this like purpley pinky brownie color which is beautiful. I'm not a pink person at all. And I, <laughs> saw, I. It, and I saw it and I was like, oh, be still my heart. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this sort of dirty, dusty, pinky color. And um, as a result, Fantastic. I kind of I kind of love it. And so, yeah, those were the colors that I pulled. And then I've dyed some black and we've got some of the white and we've um, for the roll eggs. Um, I've always sort of tried to keep the colors sort of separate for you guys so that you guys can explore the colors how you want. But this time around, I decided not to do that. And <laughs> Katrina's, Katrina's like, 
is micromanaging us. <laughs> I was like, nope, this time around we're going to heather all the colors together and um, see what happens. And so clean spinning. Yeah, none of these like, you know, when we've when we've done um, the color studies in in the past when we've we've done the carded prep, I've always sort of tried to keep the colors separated so that you guys have a few more options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time around, I was just like, I want to try something a little bit different this time around. So mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm so excited. And yeah. I'm really pleased with how they look. And I think they're going to create a really interesting, like, heathered speckled yarn. Mm-hmm. But I'm really curious to see, because each of the sets will have, like, 50 grams of, like, for the carded sets, they'll have 50 grams of Rolex carded with black and 50 grams of Rolex carded with white. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have sort of, like, half and half. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really curious to see how it changes the yarns that people get and how people decide to spin them and what they decide to do with them um, and what other things they, they do to manage it because... Mm-hmm. You know, they they can't pull the separate colors out of of the Rolex this time around. So yeah, you know, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to say sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think that, I mean we've talked about this before, but so for those who are new to the community, the purpose of the breed and color studies is to push you outside of your comfort zone. And we, Katrina and I have spent a lot of time recently talking about this whole idea of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And the more time that you spend being uncomfortable, the more growth there is and the more opportunity there is to sort of not just face your fears, because it's not really about living from a place of fear by any, by any stretch. It's more, uh, you know, a, a place being able to, to grow and to learn and, and to push yourself out, out of your, you know, comfort zone. Yeah. So every time we sort of come up with what we're going to sort of do next and what we're going to explore, we're always thinking about, okay, what about this would make us really uncomfortable in terms of learning and growing and figuring out sort of how we would, you know, approach something. And every time we sort of explore that in a slightly different way. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, for me, um, this time around, I was just like, it's not that I want to take away the ability for people to manage the colors they want to manage, but it was just sort of like, you know what? What if we do it this way this time? What's going to happen? How are people going to change it and make it their own? When, um, you know, like, I mean, yes, I could have done gradient roll eggs and, and that sort of stuff, but with the black being mixed in and the white being mixed in, I just sort of felt that if I did that it wasn't really going to give the effects that we were looking for in terms of what happens when you mix black in and what happens when you mix white in. And so that's why I, I opted to, to blend the colors together in the world eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so great. The other thing that kind of came to me when when we were, when you were saying that with, with the Massim study in particular, the, the, the diversity that was explored and the just the sheer volume of how 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 much people 
not only got into the study, but but just the diversity of yarns that were spun and projects that were made. And like, it was just truly amazing. So inspirational that going into this next study, it's, it's it, like, I really hope that people take some of that learning that they did or that they witnessed and push them themselves further, you know, okay, mm -hmm. you like you say, you can't just cleanly divide up the colors. So how do you, how do you push the boundaries this time? Yeah. It's like, do you spin another braid to go with it? Do you, yeah. you know, what happens if you combo draft these Rolex with, you know, one of the tones that's in there, what happens if you, you know, there's so many possibilities out there. Yeah. And I really, really hope that, yeah. yeah, I really hope that people take those, they, I've sort of removed the color challenge for them. You know, they don't have to manage the color in, you know, how they're going to apply it or anything like that. You're going to get a heathered yarn if you just spin these end to end. Yeah. That is what you're going to get. And you're going to either end up with two, one with the white, one with the black. You're going to end up with two heathered yarns, mm -hmm. or you're going to end up with one yarn that's combined. Yeah. That's... It's, it's going to be heathered. Yeah, it's going to be heathered. There's there's no way around it this time. Yeah. But there's so many other options that people can do in terms of exploring color on their own that, you know, they could get a a braid and combo spin, you know, like if yeah. if they do these to to one bobbin and then another braid that has like the golden yellow for instance. Um and spin that to another bobbin and combo ply them, what happens? If they combo draft with something, if you combo draft the two together, what happens? You know, yeah. like there yeah. there are lots of other options out there still. Yeah. It's Absolutely. just um, not quite as open this time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good. So should we tell people what the fiber is? Yes. So this, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have support. <laughs> And um, I have to say, it's been a lot of fun squishing it. It is so bouncy. Um, I love the downs. Like, oh, yeah. the downs are just, there's the squish and the bounce. And Dorset's one of my, one of my favorites. And I haven't spun it for a while. So I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, so it's it's um, Dorset horn. So, yeah, it's it's quite lovely. It takes the dye beautifully. and um, But as with all down breeds, it's it's because it's it's not got the same kind of luster as, say, like BFL. Yeah, it's got a little bit chalky, that yeah. chalky kind of look. Yeah. And so it sort of, I don't want to say dulls, but sort of tamps down the color a little bit. Um, but it's still just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, some of these, like, you know, fiber like this, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, um, spinning for socks, that would be an awesome project to do for this. Maybe some color work and a sweater yoke. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, mittens, gloves. Mm -hmm. toques there's so much that you can do with this fiber and really explore um yeah really push yourself and explore um i suspect that we'll get a few people spinning crepe yarns mm -hmm. that would be really cool you could do one single with a third of the so if you take the 100 grams and divide up the um you know take a third of the black a third of the white and then the final third would be a combination an equal 50 50 of the white and the black you could do one single of the white, one single of the black, and one single of the combined white and black. So do one roll egg white, one roll egg black, and then you end up with a crepe yarn. Mm -hmm. um, you'd have to spin one 
going the opposite, obviously, direction for a, ply, for a twist. So you'd have to do a bit of planning, but that would just be an amazing sock yarn. Mm -hmm. So the options are, are just going to be unlimited with well, that kind of stuff if people want to do socks. And then for those that want to card their own, there are going to be some kits available um, from the little poll that I did on Slack. <laughs> yeah. The informal poll. Um, it's going to be about a third or so of the fiber is going to be reserved for um, kits that people can card from. And then the rest is being carded. Which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So how many grams? Um each of the, the kit or the set both. of roll eggs will both be 100 grams. So, yeah. you know, it's it's a manageable amount of fiber. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people are certainly welcome to, to order more than one set if they want to. Or, you know, if they want to get a set that they can card on their own and a set that they can they can um, use the roll eggs. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, I think we do need to be <laughs> aware that there's a finite number. Um, yes. I'm hoping that we have prepped enough this time around. Um, you know, this is the first time that we've done color study where I have been already prepping stuff before. So we're recording this before April 1st, obviously. You guys are hearing this on April 1st, but this is the first color study where I actually chose the photo back in February. Mm -hmm. And we've been dyeing and carding. Um, and so... I, I haven't finished all the dyeing and carding at this point, but we're we're getting through it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the first few sets have been done and stuff. Um, and so this is the first time that we've done it so that what I post when we post this, when this goes live, um, that, that'll be it. And it'll ship immediately. So there won't be that lag time that we've had in the past where, you know, we announce the colors and then, you know, we sort of take pre-orders and then I madly die to try and get things done. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, and that pressure because both of the, the studies start right after big shows for me. Mm -hmm. So trying to sort of find a way to manage the time a little bit better so that I'm not coming off a show totally exhausted and then trying to do this mm -hmm. and get this out in time. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that this will work a little bit better. And um, that we have prepped enough fiber <laughs> for everyone to participate. Yeah. yeah. Well, and in the interest of being totally transparent for everybody, like, you know, Katrina is, um, you know, she's a small business owner. And, you know, it's it's not like her or I have teams of people behind us. Um, you know, we're sort of a one-man show, both of us in our, in our two sort of um, areas. And... The community is growing and the reach is growing and the Ravelry group is grow is growing and, and it's just, it's really exciting and it's really wonderful. So we've been talking a lot about how to move forward and what to do and, you know, we know that you guys want to participate and we know that you want to be able to um, have the study fiber that you don't necessarily want to go and buy your own fiber and participate, that you want to be able to work with the fiber that, that Katrina's uh prepared for the study which I totally understand and she does too and so we're sort of in the teething uh, I sort of think of it as being sort of the teething stage of you know that that shift in that tension of growing and being able to provide enough without completely burning her out <laughs> and <laughs> well and, and I know, will the, the, 
Yeah, no, go ahead. I, I do have a little bit of help. My sister does work for me now. Mm-hmm. And so she mm-hmm. does a, a lot of the carding for me. And so this study is a little bit easier on me in that I just have to dye the fiber. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I'm also dying for a show and yeah. I've got a I've got a couple of orders that I need to die for. And, yep. you know, and so there's on the book. Yep. we've just finished working on the book. And so there's lots mm-hmm. of like lots of different pots on the stove. Yeah. And so we're just we're we're doing the best that we can to sort of try and manage expectations for everybody and, and make it so that as much as possible, everyone can participate if they want to. But, mm. um, you know, this is a learning process for us as well in terms of we don't actually know how many people are going to like the colors, how many people are going to look at them and go, mm, yeah, I'll sit this one out. Right. Exactly. And um, so, you know, or participate, but but dye their own colors or, mm-hmm. or go out and find their own Dorset because they want to work with some different colors. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And we're totally open for people doing that. Yeah, I encourage people to do that. Yeah. You know, you don't have to to buy from me to participate in the Mm -hmm. study and to be part of the conversation. Um, So, you know, trying to to find the balance in that. And so I'm I'm really hoping that I'll have prepped enough kits for people that want kits and I'll have prepped Mm -hmm. enough Rolex for people that want Rolex and and that, you know, that this won't be like the last study where there were a lot of people disappointed that it was sold out in a very short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, you know, you and I are constantly talking and, you know, um, uh, checking in with one another around like what's manageable, what's not manageable. And, you know, there, you know, we're sort of what two, almost three years into this, um, of these breed and color studies, I mean, and we, the, it's not realistic to think that they're going to stay the same forever. No. You know, they're, they are going to morph and change and, and become whatever it is that they become in the future. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Katrina and I know that, and we've, we've been having some really great conversations in the background about sort of what, what are some possibilities and what are some things that, that might work in the future and, and yeah, what, what that might look like. And so her and I have some ideas. I have some ideas um, in terms of like the Patreon and the the community over over there and on Slack and whatnot. And and you know Katrina's got ideas around her business and her her dying schedules and all that kind of stuff. So I think uh, you know it's it's growth is is never painless. Mm-hmm. But I also think for both of us, it's 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 also actually a really exciting time as well. No, it's definitely really exciting mm-hmm. and and we're so honored that everybody wants to participate like that's awesome and so it is and and we really appreciate it so Mm -hmm. know that we are working on it behind the scenes and and that um really hear you yes and and that we do hear you and we do understand the disappointment and we are trying to to think of different ways that we can resolve it so that Mm -hmm. um you know that we can provide as much fiber as possible without <laughs> making it totally unreasonable for for me mm-hmm. and and getting mm-hmm. it out there for you guys in a reasonable amount of time. Exactly, exactly. So in terms of releasing the links and whatnot for people, mm-hmm. um, I will post um, and Katrina. Well, actually, I'll post it through Patreon and and do a big post on on Patreon the weekend before everything goes live. So the link won't work. 
until 9 a.m. on Monday morning, but everything yes. will be posted. So you, you'll you have all of your stuff. You just have to, you know, um, go to the link and click in the morning on Monday. Yes. And I'll post a photo of the of what we chose um, and we'll have everything linked up for you so that the the fiber is there and you'll be able to see what it is that that Katrina developed and yeah the brainchild and so mm -hmm. the show will come out on the 15th and or sorry the the show the radio show will come this, out on the first the radio show will come out on the first and, and the, then I'll release the blog post and everything with all the information the the week before um, the 15th yeah. So it'll be sometime during the week of the 8th, I'll release the link and the information and photos and the live stream, unless anything changes, the live stream will be on Wednesday, April 3rd at 1230 Pacific Standard Time. And I'll probably be doing a reveal during that show as well. Yeah. And then hopefully that'll bring people to this episode if they haven't heard it already to get more information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, very exciting. it is very exciting and it's very exciting to know that we will actually be shipping like as the orders come in on April 15th, the, the, the fiber will be going out to you guys on like the 16th. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to how that's going to affect people because there's not going to be that two-month delay that we normally have. So yeah. normally we wouldn't actually be starting to spin until June. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be really interesting because people are going to get their fiber almost immediately and start spinning immediately. And some people won't start right away and they'll kind of wait and watch. And some people will delve in immediately. And then some people will be somewhere in the middle and some people will get their fiber, but they won't have a chance to work with it in the six months because this study will go till the end of September. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of time. Like six yeah. months in some ways is not a lot of time and in other ways is a huge amount of time. So I'm really interested to see how that's going to affect timelines for people because we had a lot of people this time around for the Massim study who knit massive projects. Or wove or, months. you know. And then the weaving. The mm -hmm. weaving was just incredible. We've talked about that already in in uh, previous stuff. That I think we talked about that in the uh, episode 32, like mm -hmm. when we were chatting with Becca for the uh, you know the the, the, the finish of the yeah. study. Like how many people wove? Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, so not only did they spin all of that 300 grams of fiber, they also then went and made a massive project. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, now this time around people have that extra month because by mm -hmm. the time they get their fiber and stuff it'll be towards the end of April uh, yeah they're gonna have you know five months to to really like get Do into the studies so mm -hmm. I am very curious about what this is gonna look like I'm excited mm -hmm. to see it yeah definitely yeah yeah I wonder if you'll be able to actually spin with us this time <laughs> <laughs> hint hint nudge nudge wink wink <laughs> I think realistically, probably not. <laughs> no, it's it's hard watching from the sidelines, hey? Like it is. You know, I know. I know your long term goal is to be to eventually be able to participate, but um, you know, it, ha it life hasn't allowed it up to this point. But well, and and I'm yeah. not sure that it's it's going to allow it probably for another couple of years until yeah. things settle out a little bit more, and I have a little bit more time, and I've worked mm -hmm. through some of my massive stash of fiber because your trunk my my trunk full of fiber because mm -hmm. that's that's really what I I want to do and focus on is is stashing down and and clearing out so that as things like this come up I don't feel I feel free enough. Yeah, I feel free enough that I can just say, yeah, you know what? I am going to spin this. And mm -hmm. because I don't have this massive pile of stuff that's sort of saying, 
well, what about all of this stuff <laughs> that, that hasn't yeah. been spun yet? And yeah. so that's sort of that's sort of where I'm at personally with my spinning is trying to just stash down and control the 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 push to always have new and just yeah through some of the old stuff. Yeah, and the amount coming in constantly. Well, and and it's hard too because like when, I mean when you work in the fiber industry. You know, there's new products that come out and you're like, oh, I want to try this breed or I want to try this, you know. And so there, there is always that like, ooh, look at this. Look at this new shiny, pretty thing. And so yeah. it's, it's definitely a, a balance in terms of, you know, my knitting and spinning and crafting time and my working time and what I need to do for, for the business and, you know, all of those sorts of things. So. I do hope that I will be spinning along eventually, but it's probably not going to be, it's probably not going to be this study. And honestly, yeah. sometimes when I'm done all the dying and prep and stuff like that, I'm kind of like, I'm done with that. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. look at it again for a very long time. Yeah. So yeah, there is that that, a place that plays into it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I really love the colors and stuff, when you've dyed hundreds of braids of those colors. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> kind of like, okay, I'm good. I'm saturated. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I don't need to spin this because I'm kind of yeah. tired of these colors. Well, I think it's kind of neat to see what other people do and see that <coughs> kind of filtering in. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> yeah, you kind of get to see, like, as people, you know, you almost feel like you kind of get to do it from the sidelines. Definitely. And it's nice mm -hmm. to see how people manage the colors differently and, and do things differently. And so it's lovely to sit sort of at the sidelines and, and watch people enjoy the work that I've put into it. Oh, totally. And, and make that, make it their own. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love, I love that part. And so there's part of me that still feels like I'm not totally separated from it, that I still get to be part of what everybody's doing, which is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally can understand that and get that. That with the Massim study by the end, like seeing everybody's photos and all the projects and all the different ways that people spun, I really felt like I I felt like I had really worked with the colors and worked with the fiber and really like, you know, gone deep with it, even though I had only done what I had done. Yeah. But I think it's because the discussion was so rich and it was so um diverse. Diverse. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool to see see how what people were doing and and like you know all over the world and uh, so many different influences and um, <laughs> projects and ideas and oh it's just awesome it yeah really awesome yeah no I love mm -hmm. I love being able to watch and see what people do and 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 how they interpret yeah. it yeah yeah totally yeah all right so uh, watch for the uh, blog post next week on patreon look for braid and color studies uh, April to September to 2019 it'll be uh, Dorset horn and the photo will be posted with this episode of wool and spinning radio if you want to go and look at it and what Charlotte uh, provided as inspiration <laughs> if you have photos that you are sort of hanging on to that you would love to see as colorways for the future, please head over to the Ravelry group to Woolen Spinning and post in the ongoing inspiration for Breed and Color Studies thread. It is chatter free and you know, it's just a really awesome chance for Katrina to, you know, just go through there, you know, a couple times a month and sort of see what people are posting. So if there's some photos that you've taken on a trip or of your kids or whatever it is that inspires you, food. Um, we haven't had any food photos. We haven't no. had a lot of food photos. So it's just really surprising to me. Um, the Please post them in that thread. 
and you can post as many times as you want, as many photos as you want. The more, the better, because it gives uh, Katrina even more choice. Yep. And I like choice. Yes. Some people yes. don't, but I like choice, especially when it comes yeah. to photos. So, yeah. Well, and sometimes, like, in the past, you've combined multiple photos. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. And we've chosen multiple fo fo photos like we did for the combo spin that one time. That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Katrina. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye.